Welcome to the Successful Life Podcast, your go-to source for insights and strategies in the HVAC, plumbing, and roofing industries. I'm Corey Barrier, here to guide you through transformative approaches to business and mindset. Each episode will explore unique methods, focusing on identifying and addressing the core challenges in your field. Our goal is to equip you and your team with practical solutions that foster growth and success. So whether you're tuning in for the first time or you're a longtime listener, get ready to dive into a wealth of knowledge and expertise. Let's begin our journey to success together. This is the successful life. It's Corey Barrier. Yeah, come learn with me. Take you down the path of our journeys. This is the successful life. It's time to take what you learn. Apply it to your life. It's your turn. To live a successful life. You are tuning in to the Successful Life Podcast. Three, Welcome to the Successful Life Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Barrier, business and sales coach for home service businesses and best-selling author of Nine Simple Steps to Sell More Shit. I share my insights and strategies for achieving success in all aspects of life, from boosting sales and growing your business to improving your relationships and reaching your personal goals. I will provide you with actionable tips and advice to help you live your best life. Don't forget to check out my website, coreybarrier.com, for more information and contact me directly with any questions that you may have. Thanks again for tuning in. And also, thanks to the military and all of our tradespeople out there. This is the successful life. It's time to take what you learned, apply it to your life. It's your time to live a successful life. You are tuning in to the Successful Life Podcast. Welcome to the Successful Life Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Barrier. And today, folks, we're going to be talking about how to improve your sales team. As a business owner, you know how important it is to have a strong sales team. They're the ones bringing in the money and helping your business grow. But sometimes it can be hard to motivate your team, right, to sell more products or services. Or both. One of the best ways that you can improve your sales team is by giving them the correct tools, correct resources. And one of the best things, obviously, that you can do for your sales team is provide training on a regular basis. Look, if you have a sale, if you have a sales team in your organization and you're not training them, when I say sales team, I mean your people answering the phone. That's your sales team, meaning your CSRs, your technicians your selling technicians, all the above, everybody in your company should be thinking about how they can improve the customer experience, how they can, they should all have a sales mindset, right? And so that may sound strange because you don't think of a CSR of having a sales mindset, but if you incentivize that CSR to do better, now you've got a sales role, right? You want to make sure that they have the knowledge that, or the knowledge and the skills that they need to be successful. So another way that you can motivate your sales team is right, help your team set specific measurable goals that they can work towards and give them incentives, right? A gift card, a bonus, something, and then follow through with whatever you say you're going to do. Right? It is the worst thing that you can do is to tell your employees, you're going to do something. We're going to we're going to run this contest, and whoever breaks their goal is going to win X, or they're going to get Y, or whatever. Fill in the blank. 
the problem is if you don't follow through with that, you've really broken the trust between you and the customer or between you and the employee. You may not think it that big of a deal. You may think, well, I just got busy. I just forgot to give them that take that television that I said I was going to get them. Yeah. Or they keep reminding you and you keep telling them you're doing it. You're doing it. You keep putting it off. And in the back of your mind, it's just, that drags you down because you're constantly thinking about, gosh, I got to get that stupid TV that I did for that stupid contest that really didn't make me any more money because everybody found out the one guy got ahead early. And so nobody really tried. I hear these stories when they're rewarded. They're going to work harder. They're going to be more motivated to sell and business owners. Listen, you got to lead by example. You got to show your team uh, how to sell effectively and be a good role model for them. When they see you working hard and selling, they'll be more likely to do the same, right? If you're struggling with your sales team, remember, if you give them the right tools and resources, set goals, give incentives, and lead by example, these things are going to help you. So go back and write these things down because it's, look, if you're struggling with your sales team, there's probably, there's probably some other stuff going on there, but they're the people that make you the money, right? If you don't have your sales team in order, your technicians, your CSRs, if you don't have these people in order, how do you expect to, to win? Don't get me wrong. You can have a lot of these things out of order and think you're winning, but the truth of the matter is because you're avoiding doing things the right way, whenever you do get to those rough spots, Whenever you do uncover some of these things, then the hole's a lot bigger. I don't know if any of that made sense. The point is, like, you got to invest in your sales team. If you don't invest in those people, your business is going to fall apart. They are the people that bring in the money to make the business run. Without them, you don't have a business. It's that simple. And so it's mind-boggling to me that people would... One, not not invest in these in, in your sales team. I don't understand why you wouldn't get these people trained or why even better yet, why do you let somebody train them that's not qualified to train them? Like he, you might have a your service technician, sorry, your service manager, or your GM, or maybe you are teaching these sales classes, but are you the best one qualified? Is the guy teaching them the best one qualified? Just because that service manager is a service manager, that does not mean he knows how to train your technicians how to sell. And you got to think about this. This is the most important part of your team is your sales team, which starts from the people that pick up the phone to the people that take out the trash. Everybody is part of your sales organization. Your whole organization, if it is a for-profit business, you want to make sales to make money. That's why you got in business. You may have gotten in business for several other reasons, but there's one reason for sure is to buy or to, to sell a product or service to make an income. So if you're not making an income and you are struggling because you don't know what to don't let your don't let your ego get in the way. Your ego is not your amigo. Think about that. And don't believe everything you think. 
right? Don't believe some of these stupid thoughts in your head about I don't, how painful this is going to be when you uncover everything. It might be painful when you finally get your stuff in order. In fact, it's going to be a rough patch without a doubt because you don't want to pay attention to these things. You don't want to look at them in a timely manner because it's not exciting. It's boring. It feels like somebody's got their foot on your throat to have to go and type in something in QuickBooks or in an Excel spreadsheet or even in a CRM. I get it, dude. Like, I hate all those things too. I put in systems and processes that help me to not stress out about the things that I hate doing. And I have people in place now, one person in place, that helps me do the things that I despise doing that need to get done. And it's a lifesaver because, well, she's worked with me, I don't know, for a little over a year probably, maybe longer than that actually. And she understands my crazy ADHD brain, right? She knows when to stop talking and when to start talking, meaning like sometimes when I'm in mid-thought, right? Like I, I either forget or whatever. And so if I sit there long enough without any noise, they'll come back to me. And so she's learned that if we're on Zoom, she watches my face and she knows when I'm thinking. She knows when I'm jammed up and she really knows when to offer advice. She knows when to not offer advice. And that's a good partnership there. It didn't come easy. Dude, I went through, I think, three other assistants before this one. And it is frustrating, especially when, you know, you have people that you think are doing things and they're not doing things, right? And so it's fascinating. So my assistant in the Philippines, she's a virtual assistant, which is fascinating. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you that. I'll tell you this. I don't know if you've ever had experience with virtual assistants. Maybe you have, maybe you haven't. But they work for a reasonable amount of money for what they do. It's a good deal, right? It is a good deal. It's a better deal than you're going to get here. And I don't mean you should outsource everything, but if you have like mundane tasks like I have in your life, and most likely you do, if those things are just keep getting put on the back burner, keep getting put on the shelf, I'll just give you a good example. I despise, I despise writing emails. I despise anything about email. And one thing, and I mentioned this a few podcasts ago, but one thing that great salespeople hate doing is prospecting. I hate prospecting. So what I've done is I've set up the time every day for two hours and we go through and we send emails or we send follow-up emails. We do, I put her in, I just sit in front of the computer and I, we just, she pulls up, she shares her screen and goes in and just does everything I ask her to do. And it works. But here's the thing, like I can't, my brain for whatever reason cannot, can't compute doing both of those kind of directing the project and doing the project. I just, I'm not really good, especially well in that situation, especially I hate email. I'm just, look, I'm just like you. I am literally no different than you. 
If you're a contractor, you and I are just alike. The only difference is you may sling a hammer every day and I do not. That's the only difference. Otherwise, we are identical, which is why I love working with people in the trades. And it's cool because I get you. I could totally get you. I understand what you're going through. I understand your ass is on fire. And I also understand that you don't want to tell anybody. You don't want anybody to know your ass is on fire, but for a few reasons, probably. One, you either have built, you know, a million, two million, three million dollar business, and you really aren't making any money. And it's embarrassing. So that could be one reason. Another reason could be that, you know, you're just, you don't feel like you deserve all this money that's coming your way. And so you feel like it's boastful. You feel like it's bragging if you tell people, you know, we did a million dollars last year. You think people are going to judge you because of the money that you made. And they are going to judge you. But they're going to judge you even if you don't have the money. Right? It just depends how. It doesn't matter. People will judge you regardless. So why not, why not make as much money as you possibly can and just drown out all that noise, right? And it's just friggin' noise. It's all it is. People don't like to see you win. Well, the people I hang out with like to see you win. But for the most part, if you got somebody heckling you in your DMs or in your comments, like, dude, they got nothing better to do. They're probably in their mother's basement, sitting around, eating Cheetos, waiting for the next VR session to start. Who knows? But that's what I have to think of. When somebody pops in my comments, they say something stupid or they try to bait me into an argument. I don't. Like, I just know it's, dude, I'm not doing it. Like, I don't even know you. Why would I give you any ounce of my energy? Unless I'm having fun with it, right? Unless I'm messing with you and I'm having fun with it and I'm getting some pleasure out of it, some enjoyment out of it, then guess what? I'll keep doing it or I'll do it. But otherwise, it is a waste of time. At least I know going into this, if I start this stupid conversation with this guy or I react to this person and I, start a, a conversation in the comments. I know I've got to be committed to spending God knows how much time wrapping back and forth with this individual. And as long as you, I know that going into it, it's not so bad. But if you don't know that going into it, you just randomly go off on these tangents like a lot of people do. I don't even know how people work sometimes. Anyway, I went, I got off on a tangent. So I hope you've enjoyed the show. And look, I just wanted to give you some of these sales tips, I want you to be more successful. And look, if you have problems implementing these things, you can reach out to me, of course. And, but look, one of the most important things that I mentioned today is lead by example. I, I need you to lead by example. If you're a business owner, you've got you to pay attention to what you're doing everywhere you're going because your employees are watching every single thing that you do. And if you're habitually coming in later than you're supposed to come in, they know. So that tells them this guy, my boss, does not really value being on time. Therefore, I should not necessarily value being on time, right? I can be late. The boss is late. Why can't I be late? 
or maybe they think the boss is late. I could be a little bit, I could be a little bit, I could be late, but just a little bit earlier than the boss, right? Because then he'll never know. He knows. I just think it's important if you're a leader that you lift people up. And if you're a GM or a service manager, most of the time, that role is talking down to people. Most of the time that role is just being really hard on people. But also you, I would say, I would challenge you to change your perspective on that and take the um, push from the bottom aspect, like the owner should be doing, right? You push everybody up. Don't beat them down. People are, people don't really need to be down these days. And I don't, I'm not saying that this goes for every single individual, but, and I know there are people in your team that you, they absolutely need to be down, of course, which means they really should be probably fired. But the point is, as the owner, you got to lead by example. If you're the GM, lead by example. If you're in a position in your company where other people depend on you for guidance, you're a leader. You are a leader. And so when you do things that a leader is not supposed to do, you're setting an example for your employees to do the exact same thing. It's just like a mother and a daughter, so father and a son, father, daughter, whatever. Our kid watches everything that we do. And she picks up on all the good habits and bad habits. Your employees do the exact same thing. So I would just encourage you, make sure that you're following your core values. Make sure that they're not just something posted on the wall that you don't ever look at, right? And if you don't have core values, you need to figure those things out. A couple of mine, go the extra miles one. Do what you say you're going to do. Be intentional. So I would just suggest that if you haven't done that, it would be a good idea to do that, to have core values and then to abide by them. And look, I appreciate you listening. Do me a favor. You can go over to, I'll drop a link in the show notes to my YouTube channel. I'll also drop a few other links that are going to be very valuable to you in the show notes. So go ahead and scroll down. You'll see the links down below. And also, while you're doing that, give me a review, please. I appreciate you. I appreciate you listening. We'll see you on the other side. If you took anything away from this podcast, make sure you subscribe, leave a review, and go check out some other episodes on SuccessfulLifePodcast.com. This is the Successful Life. Thank you for tuning into the Successful Life Podcast. We hope today's insights have ignited your passion and provided tools to shape your leadership journey. Remember, greatness is a journey, not a destination. Continue your pursuit by exploring more resources and insights over at CoreyBarrier.com. Until next time, keep leading, keep learning, and keep striving for excellence. Stay inspired and see you on the next episode.